Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everyone to a very special episode of the Matra Diaries. I normally always say it's like a very special episode, but this is actually a very special episode. You guys will obviously know, like if you're watching it on Spotify or YouTube, whatever platform, you'll see that this is a little bit different because we look very professional over here. We do. Because, yeah, first time <laughs> we're recording in the Spotify studios. This is so a big, cool. a big deal. And um, yeah, let let me also know any feedback on it if you're listening and you don't like the colors or you don't like the background or anything or yeah, let me know. Um, but yeah, I've also got two very exciting guests with me today. <laughs> if um, you're following us on Instagram at The Matcha Diaries, you'll have already kind of seen a sneak peek of these two, like probably then by the time this episode goes out a couple months ago, because this is going out in September and we're currently filming this in like July. July. Which I, I actually am dressed very Septemberly. Yeah, you look yeah, like you're ready for September. Yeah, yeah, I have unintentionally planned this. I'm always ready for autumn, is yes. the thing. The best fashion is autumn fashion. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so what we normally do at the beginning of every episode is do like a bit of highs and lows of the week. And because we're three people, I'm not going to do mine. No, so you have to <laughs> do yours. Should. You have you to should. do we yours. Want to we want to know. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah, you you can you can do it quickly. Okay, but, but I can't do anything quickly is my okay. issue. But I think it's a good way to get you guys in the group as well of the episode and stuff. Okay. So and people get to know you. Um. So yeah, we can just kick start with some highs and lows. I can start. Yes, that's great. And I'll try and think of some. I actually haven't thought of this yet. Um, high of this week is. Probably this, to be honest. For sure. I was yeah. like, this is 100%, 100%. my high also. Yeah. Um, and also, I have officially like told my work I'm moving country. So that's Woo! also really cool. Oh my God, that's so exciting. And I mean, I, by the time this episode goes out, actually, I might already like hopefully have a flat sorted and stuff. One, one would hope. Because yes, I'm supposed to then be moving in like October. Okay. So yeah, that's that's that was pretty like nerve wracking. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. And then my low of the week, probably just that I'm a bit tired. I feel like I've like not gotten a lot of sleep and it's just been like very go, go, go. But it's all like good stuff. So it's I don't even want to say that it's a proper low. Yeah. You know. Okay. Over to you guys. Also, yeah, I, I haven't even said your guys' names. No. That's so rude of me. 
just been like, here you guys go. <laughs> it just shows how comfortable we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you guys want to say your names first and then? Sure. I'm Sierra. And I'm Clara. We'll do proper intros yeah, yeah. after this. Yeah. Great. Okay. <laughs> so um, highs, this is for sure my high. Absolutely. This is awesome. Um, and my low, honestly, this is a bit silly, but I broke three of my nails. Oh, no. Yeah, which is oh, just is one of those. So, and it's right after you got, I got a, <laughs> so normally I get gel. And then I was like, you know what? I need a break. I'll just do a normal manicure. Got the normal manicure, broke one. That's upsetting. Two days that later, really, really broke sad. two. Yeah. So, um, that that's it's not that big of a low but it no, actually, that's a it, big they, low. they also they also they also hurt a little bit so oh i actually it does hurt it when hurt. you break your yeah. nails i for for once like for a very long time i didn't i took a break but now i've got my nails done currently yeah they're and nice I, I like the dots thank you yeah really, well, i'm gonna keep cute. my for the the video footage i'm keeping my hands <laughs> under the table no i feel like Shame. you now need to show it <laughs> show the show the people it's <laughs> I can't even see the because I had to. I had to shave all of them down after because I'm not going to walk around with like oh mixed gosh. match of nails. But I'm gonna hide my nails. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> um, okay, there you go. Very similar to Sierra. My low is like I had to get my gels off. Oh no! And I haven't actually seen my own nail bed. Oh in yeah, like two years. That's always horrifying. And I was like, I am your mother. You know, like <laughs> get to know me. But my high was definitely this. Like, I can, I'm so excited that we're here. Like, it's just, it's amazing. And for us, I think with, you know, what we're about, this is definitely, like, skyrocketing. You know, like, it's really, really exciting for us to be able to, like, be on this platform with you and, you know, showcase what we're about and hopefully take off as well. That's amazing. Okay, I feel like we've kept the listeners in enough suspense and we can, like, actually tell them where you guys are, like, from and about and what you do. So I'm just going to hand over the mic again to you guys and let you introduce yourselves. Like, how did this all get started? What was your motivation for starting your platform? All of this, what's happening now? Awesome. Okay, so I'll, shall I? Yeah, go okay. for it. So we are Girl You Need to Know This. <laughs> and, we're, <laughs> and we're on all the platforms. So TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll... We'll, we'll be releasing by this time by the time this is out we'll also have our podcast which is yes. really exciting so you can follow on all the channels but we're a women's health education platform and this baby start like the idea I guess started over 18 months ago now um and the story is I was interviewing for another job um so I I was interviewing for a um it was a period tracking app and um as you do when you go for job interviews, they make you do a little task. Mm-hmm. And I was, at, at that point, it would be reporting to the chief medical officer. And they made me go out and say, why would doctors use our app? Like, go find that out and come back and present the, the answer to us. Um, so I did that. I actually went and interviewed a bunch of doctors and their OBGYNs, which is, which is obstetrics and gynecology, so women's health um, reproductive doctors. And... I didn't actually find out the answer to why they would use that app, but one of the questions that I asked, <laughs> yeah, so, so, and I didn't get that job, so we're still here now, but um, one of the, the things I found out was, um, you know, if you could change anything in your practice, what do you wish people knew? And they all, all of them said, we wish women understood their fertility better before coming into 
my office and I was 32 at the time and I have worked in healthcare for over 10 years and I feel like I'm quite educated and knowledgeable and I was thinking oh my god what do I not know about my fertility like I understood I was I felt like at a place where I understood how ovulation works I was very I was tracking my menstrual cycle for a long time um I knew that I eventually wanted kids in the future but I didn't really understand like what am I not yeah. what am I not knowing um so then I I I went out and got a fertility assessment, honestly, just for educational factors. Like I was like, what is, what do I need to know? And I I learned a ton. And then I kept, I was very like evangelical about telling all my friends, like, you need to know this, you need to know this and it becoming a (laughs) bit of a thing. And we, you know, it it was consistent where I had all these inflection points in my life. um, And I know we'll answer some of these in, in the questions, but like, you know, is the contraception right? Like, what is fertility? And like, then, and then through this whole process, I was like learning about menopause. And you're like, why are we always finding out information like after the fact? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, like I said, that was 18 months ago. Didn't get that job. It was actually like, there was quite, uh, you know, Russia invaded Ukraine. There was a lot going on. So they mm. canceled those, those positions. And it was like a blessing in, in disguise, definitely. But I, I realized that, um, and I've worked for, big medical publishers and, and pharmaceutical companies. And I knew I wanted to go back into improving health outcomes. So I just thought um, initially like, okay, I'm going to start a blog. Um, and it was really uh, serendipitous because uh, Clara and I reconnected and I was looking for. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Just wait until I, I give you my version. <laughs> It's completely different to Sierra's version. No, it's like, I'm excited because yeah. I've, I've heard Sierra's version yeah. before, but I've yeah. obviously not heard yeah. yours. Yeah. So. so I was, I was, uh, I was looking for a clinical team because all the content. So the purpose of what we do is to make it super simple, right? Like, you should be able to explain what a hormone is. Yeah. Um, but most people can't. And I don't know what a hormone is. I'm going to ask you. Guys okay, great. Yeah. And it, and all your listeners will know by the end yeah. of this podcast. So this is great. But. Um, but at the same time, it's super important to have clinical, like, validation and yeah, credibility sure. and everything. And I'm not a clinician. Clara is. But I went and got a clinical team. So I have, um, at that point, I had Clara, who's a clinical pharmacist. I had a, a nurse practitioner. Then I had two physicians. Um, and so these people were essentially helping me build the content that sits behind what we do. Um, and Clara and I just, like... Yeah, really got on. And we had all these things because she, she had her own thing going on and, and our like vision and how we want to change the world and help people was the same. And so it was like, I don't, I want to say it was quite fast in terms oh of my our... God. We came like this. <laughs> <laughs> we, For all yeah. our visual viewers, this is how we are. It was amazing. It was it was quite a fast relationship because we, we like launched this in April and then by May, May? <laughs> so quite quick um we were like okay let's do this as co-founders and and I we, love that yeah so it was one of those things that was uh but it also was funny just in terms of the timing of how we ran into each other um was really yeah special so uh, maybe I'll, I'll special. maybe that's a good segue to to hand it to you but that's essentially we're we're a women's health education platform um, to improve the health literacy on like the fundamental topic. So everything, and we're, we're actually building like, you know, right now it's like level one so that yeah. everybody has the vocabulary and understands their timeline and their choices that they have on all of these factors. But 
um, yeah, we're getting deeper so that if you want to continue learning and, and growing your knowledge, which, you know, lots of people do, they go like, once they find out something, they're like, what else can I know? Yeah. Yeah. What else yeah. do I need to know? So you can actually expand your knowledge, um, at your, at your own pace. I mean, love it. <laughs> can we have a round of applause? Yeah. Like so well said, so well said. Right. I'm going to take you guys back to, to 2020. Oh, right. So. On. I I am and worked full time in clinical pharmacy, so like in a level one trauma hospital in Ireland. And I grew up in Ireland my whole life. Moved over to you London. You can't tell with your accent. Yeah, no, can you guys tell? <laughs> I asked her earlier, like, are you from Ireland? Or no, I didn't even say that. Yeah. I just said you had an Irish accent. Makes sense that yeah. you do. Um, so I moved to London to do a master's um, in international health management at Imperial because I wanted to go from clinical to corporate world and see yeah. what that was like. At the end of that master's, I was looking for like incredible women in leadership positions that I wanted to interview as part of my thesis or dissertation so that I can see what type of woman I want to be like. Ooh, Enter Sierra. <laughs> okay, so she was one of the women that I interviewed. I mean, like That's this, is, so cool. this is crazy, right? So You manifested that. Yeah. She says that. No, 100%. <laughs> and she gave me like a top tip. And okay, I know this is going to be embarrassing, but she gave me a top tip and I wrote it on a sticky note. A pink sticky note. Oh my and God. I posted it on my wall and I read it for like every day for a year. I swear to God. What, what was the tip? I need to know. You own your own career path and you should <gasps> drive it. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put that on that's my own sticky note. That's her direct quote. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so then we, you know, that was it. Like it was very, very professional. Like so, a, a woman I admire, super cool, went on about my life. And then we go to like an imperial event and I recognize the back of her head at like this event and I'm like oh my god that's Sierra girl crushing you know so <laughs> go over quickly say hi and then that was it like she had to go I had to go and then months later we're like sitting in this tiny tiny nail salon oh it's funny but, that we were talking about nails too. yeah <laughs> both getting our nails done right shout out to the nail salon yeah. in um Hoxton. Create, creative nails creative nails shout out to you guys yeah so then we just randomly sure listening we just Send randomly met right and then Sierra was like, you know, let's let's connect. So then we got onto LinkedIn. Then we go for a walk one morning at like half six, seven o'clock in the morning. We just go for a walk. And I'm like, this is like my ideal day. I knew at that point this was my woman, right? Because she, <laughs> you know. Because I get up early I and like this. go for a walk. And yeah. I want that as well, right? Yeah. But imagine like this is in the space of like four months. All of these like random coincidences yeah. are happening. And then, yeah, one day I... You know, after that, we were like exchanging passions and ideas and what we're both like so focused on wanting to change in the world. And we just connected. And yeah, like, Aww. you know, girl, you need to know this has just come from like such a beautiful home. Yeah. You know, it's 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 beautiful. And, you know, I wanted to do my own thing and Sierra was doing her own thing. And then together we now have this baby, you know, and it's it's really, really exciting. And we just share so much of the love and the passion and yeah, like we're just, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. And that that's where we are. Yeah. yeah. That's so sweet. I feel like it's very fitting to like, even like what me and Cara obviously do on the podcast. Just like, yeah, I relate to like having like a female person with you there creating your own baby. And you feel so passionately about it. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so nice to have, I, I was saying to my, um, my partner, yesterday like I was like oh it's just so nice to have Clara because like I was a bit down just with uh work like not this stuff the yeah corporate work stuff yeah and then I speak to Clara and she's like oh 
I'm so excited <laughs> for tomorrow. You know, and it gives you the energy because if you're by yourself, yeah. it's a, it is a little bit harder to like get excited sometimes or yeah. like or get some perspective. Yeah. So um, yeah. and like I I left my job last year. And, you know, oh trying to find this passion. Yeah. And then, you know, you meet someone like Sierra, who's also like, I'm leaving my job. So it's... it's <laughs> yeah, you you've know, got big but, news. But but, but yeah. you need that, you know, you need that that energy and yeah. that focus and that commitment, the big C word, you yeah. know. And it's so, it's so cool for us that we can actually do this together. And, you know, by the time this podcast is out, you know, yeah. be working on it, you know, full time. It's, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So I resigned from my corporate gig. So... That's 15 years uh, wow. <laughs> wrapped up. Now startup life. Yeah, so, it's so good. cool. That's crazy. Congrats to both of you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. And I can't wait to see like what happens with Girl You Need to Know. So it's <laughs> very cool. Um, so I asked over on Instagram uh, the listeners for some questions uh, for you guys all around like women's health, what people want to know. And it's really interesting because I feel like there was kind of like four main brackets or yeah. like four main topics which people were really curious about, which... We're kind of, we could see them coming or like there are also some main topics that are on your website too. Yeah. And honestly are like topics that I don't know much about or I should know more about. So the four main topics were contraception or questions around sex. I've kind of bracketed them together. Periods, hormones, all of the works, fertility, and then menopause. Great. I love so. that. I think it's great that like we have questions. I mean, this just goes to show that it's relevant to women at all stages yeah. in their life, right? Like, and it, it, like what you were saying earlier, like you you do go into different phases and different stages in life. Yeah. And through that, you unlock this entire new realm of knowledge that you need to know, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, on, so I, on that, essentially, and this was my personal experience is like, I was always finding out information too late. So I was on the contraceptive pill from 15 till 24 just because that's what was given to me when, yeah. you know, you yeah. go, I think I went, I was like, I, you know, I have bad skin. Can I have yeah. pill? Yeah. And the, they're like, uh, you don't have bad skin. I was like, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. But, um, but then I went on it and nobody, let's say there wasn't um, a check-in really from, and this is where, this is, I'm going to pause there because this is where, as I say, you have to own your own career. You really have to advocate for yourself yeah. when it comes to health. So if you don't know what to ask or you don't know where to start, it's really hard to be yeah. your own advocate. So sure. um, knowing the questions to ask your clinician or be aware of, because yeah. sometimes, you know, the the healthcare systems are under a lot of pressure. They don't have a lot of time. It's not that they don't necessarily care because all, all of the clinicians I've ever met um, actually do care about people yeah. it's more about the pressures on the system and that's why you don't get the care you need yeah um and you know <laughs> and that's sad yeah it, 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 it is sad and and also the the yeah so the contraception piece I personally um actually ended up going off of it because I was getting aura migraines oh and yeah and I didn't even know that was a problem so I was getting aura migraines what for, are you or lose migraines. Your, I'll let the clinician <laughs> answer. But my experience is essentially I would get like holes in my vision. So I'd get like insane uh, headaches and couldn't see bits. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Do you ever, so like you can get loads of different types of migraines or, you know, severe headaches. Yeah. And when we say there's an aura, it means that like something, there's a stimulus out there that's really affecting you, whether it be the light 
or sound you can't focus you can't see a lot of a lot of times like people that are affected by these literally need to go into a dark room yeah. and sleep yeah it's it's crazy so, that you say that like when I was in university and like I was sharing an apartment with um, a really close friend of mine at the time and we were like pharmacy students so like we had like a high level of like baseline healthcare knowledge anyway yeah. and she was also on the contraceptive pill and I remember Um, let's call her Lucy for now. Her name wasn't Lucy. I remember not seeing Lucy for like three days. I'm like, Lucy, where are you? And she was in her room yeah. because her side effect was so bad. She couldn't leave the room, like yeah. a dark room for That's like three crazy. days. It was crazy. Yeah. And See, I'd never even heard of that side effect. And I was also on the pill for like quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is, yeah. And if you don't know, so I grew up, my mom also had migraines, but not those yeah. migraines. She had, so I thought I was like, oh, it's genetic. Yeah. This is just like what happens to us. And then I went to go get a refill. And at this point I was living in Australia and I went to get a refill from a new GP. And she did, she actually did like a proper intake and said like, do you get headaches? And I was like, yes. And she's like, <laughs> can you explain them and I was like oh I lose my vision and can't like <laughs> like speak. That's, that's that's huge you know what I mean isn't it mad how like often women are just expected to like go through these things exactly yeah. we just suffer in silence yeah exactly but I was like you know like not concerned like yeah. yes this is good this is what happens and then she was like um you cannot be on the combined pill and there yeah. is another pill there's a progestin only pill which yeah. you know is an option for people if they want to continue the the tablet so I was I was like, what? What do you mean I can't? And she was like, this is very, it's dangerous because there's a risk of stroke. There's a risk of these. And I, I was like, okay. So, and, and, it, and because I didn't have any knowledge at the time. Yeah. Because I said I was 24. I was just like, I'll just stop. It's like, terrifying. I'll just, I'll just stop yeah. all contraception. And I didn't understand my options. Yeah. Um. So I just stopped. And then I, yeah, did research which was let's say less than sufficient but I was like um I'm just gonna like learn how to track my cycle yeah is what I and it, I am happy that I did that yeah. um and that is you know the the and I don't have sex around ovulation and like yeah. and I use a condom if you know those yeah. things but I went through a different path so so that was a problem and then um <laughs> and then because I went off the pill um I started getting like really low lows um a couple days before my period but because I was tracking because of this you know shift I was yeah. tracking and using an app um I noticed that like okay there's a pattern here like yeah. I'm I'm getting uh super sad right before my period so clearly it's hormonal and I kept yeah. being like and you hear that term all the time oh I'm I'm hormonal I'm hormonal with this but then I this was like probably two years after me tracking sitting with, with some friends like having coffee and stuff and I was like yeah but you know you just like get really depressed for those two days and they were like what and I was like you know like like I was having you know like suicidal thought but in in a I was never gonna commit suicide that wasn't where yeah. I was at it was, it was more really just like though. you're like what's the point of life like everything's bad and I get it every month yeah. like clockwork and then <laughs> one of my friends who was a clinician was like yeah you should probably go speak to a doctor about that and actually and it's called um PMDD and maybe I'll hand it over to the clinician to talk about it yeah but um it's really hard to die as in it's not a super easy thing to diagnose because you have to track your period and you have to yeah. essentially do what I did and I had two years of evidence so they were like okay it's not like a blood test or something yeah. that they can look at that way it's very much like are the are you experiencing these symptoms yeah, and is it regular so I found out about PMDD, but this is what I mean. It was always like after I was struggling with something yeah. for so long and then I already gave the fertility uh, <laughs> story of how I was like, what is fertility? But then also 
which hasn't come up yet, is menopause and perimenopause. And I was like, yeah. I'm not in that stage of life. But, like, the fact that every woman yeah. will go through menopause and you don't know what to prepare yourself for. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so when I – when this whole, like, uh, girl, you need to know this – started I also went and spoke to my mom and was like can you tell me about like your men like what happened with menopause and she was like her first symptom she's like so sitting at my desk working and she's like you know when you're driving a car so I guess for those out there you have to drive a car to know what this is (laughs) I I can't drive okay (laughs) well well maybe it'll be really I think it might be relatable because I'll give it but she said this was my mom's story so I'll I'll say it as she did but she was like you know when you're driving a car and you like almost hit someone but you don't you like miss them but you get that like rush oh yeah that like (gasps) like that that rush and then that relief that like another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um... That's what I what I get when I feel like I'm falling in a dream yes, and then I wake yeah. up. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So she she explained she was sitting at her desk just doing work and she got this. Yeah. And she was like, and I was like, oh my god! Imagine just sitting there and just like getting doing this absolutely insane. Nothing. And she and she you know she was I think I forget what she said but I think or it was earlier than usual for most people. Yeah. So she was in her early forties I think or or mid mid forties. But she was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And then had to go to the doctor, get investigations and and I think people don't realize like so can I just can I just talk about menopause real quick? Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Well, I was like I I know we're answering the questions, but I feel like this is a good time to to address it. So, people hear menopause and they think like, "Oh, that's a phase of life or anything." But actually menopause is a moment. It's a day yeah. after you haven't had your period for 12 months. So, it's the end of your reproductive years. Oh my god. But there is a whole phase which can last years before mm-hmm. that called perimenopause. And um that's what most people associate with menopause, like the hot flashes or yeah. the yeah. brain fog or you they know. confuse the two. Yeah. So at that point you still have your period. It, yeah, exactly. As in maybe not regularly, maybe yeah. it's once every three months or you, you know could have spotting spotting, something, yeah. but you're still having a menstrual cycle. So that is a phase that can last a long time and lots of people uh, experience perimenopause like earlier than expected. So menopause that that day, the average day for that is fifty one years old. So you know, for us, you think, oh, that's a long time away. Like I don't need to worry about it. But actually, perimenopausal symptoms can come on a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course there's postmenopause, which is after that day, right? Which is hopefully the rest of your life, which is a, yeah. can be a long time too. And there's there's symptoms attached to that. So it really never stops, does it? No, it, <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. And then you go on like hormone replacement treatments and therapies and that's a whole other ball game. You know, like contraception's one thing, but then yeah. taking medication to replace hormones. That does every woman have, have to do it or does it I depend mean, on your symptoms? It 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 is very, very specific yeah. to to like that like individual. individual. Yeah. And you'll do like, you know, a whole round of tests and also, it depends on, like, what symptoms you had, um, you know, perimenopause, what symptoms you have, you know, after that, and then what also you want to achieve in your life, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I see it all the time, I suppose, in my professional 
job like you know people will come in and they'll be over the age of 55 56 and they will need hormonal replacement therapy and then someone similar like you know I suppose characteristics won't actually want it or opt for it. So again, it it depends. But let let's you know? talk about what a hormone is. Yes, please. Let's start so with that because that was that's my favorite question to ask people. Yeah. But do you want to give it a crack? Do you want to try first? I just know I know that there's diff. This is going to be really embarrassing to show how little I know. I know there's do different not hormones. Be embarrassed whatsoever. <laughs> do not. I know that there's estrogen. Yes. Progesterone. Yeah. Yes. But what uh, th- those are hormones, correct? But what is a hormone? Something that creates a lot of changes. In yeah. Our... <laughs> so yeah, and, it's brilliant. and yeah, that's great. I think I think this is the. <laughs> so, but the the how we describe it um, in a simple format is hormones are little messengers that tell your body what to do and when to do it. Ooh. So you have um, over fifty different hormones, and they're all different little messengers. So if you actually think, and this is what's really interesting when people say like, "Oh, I'm." hormone deficient or I'm you know they don't necessarily understand what that means and it essentially means like your little messengers aren't messaging giving the messages to the places that they need like there's either not to get better at communicating they need yeah exactly release them from the trap (laughs) (laughs) exactly or you need maybe more like maybe you're you're, when you're deficient it's like okay we need more messengers to give the messages right so that when you put it in that context people really understand like oh so taking this pill to give the messengers that support yeah. or taking this pill to stop the messengers messengers yeah. right that's what you're essentially doing yeah. is yeah. by by taking um a supplement like that you're yeah. either giving messengers or stopping messengers i have lots of different questions um <laughs> because i yeah i i i heard of um like a friend of uh, my friend's mother who told us this i mean a lot of my friends have like to taken the pill yeah. and gone off it again because of like bad side effects I mean same for me I like so I stopped taking it and some of my friends had like similar symptoms to you almost off the pill where like they were like they fell into depression or had suicidal thoughts which again is, I think crazy for me it, like I, it definitely like heightened all of my anxiety and mm-hmm. anything yeah. that's like maybe underlying but I also heard of this friend's mother who said that it changed who she was attracted to and I wonder if that's like something that can I, I don't mean, know if you know about this like in terms of like pheromones and yeah. like the the energy you put out and what you find sexy and you know whatever type of other human being you're into, um, like like if we go back a step, like when you take anything, like you take anything, there is risk of side effect. Like yeah. anything, right? Apart from water, will have a side effect. <laughs> Even drinking too much water has a side effect. You know, so it's like not one, um, like not one shoe, like will feed like. Oh my god, what's the phrase? One shoe will fit everybody? One shoe? <laughs> I don't know. Size fits size, all? Yeah. I one, totally one like si- I don't think there's a shoe one. in there though. It's just <laughs> one, one size fits all. Yeah, it's not a one size fits all. Yeah. But there's no shoes in there. No. Okay. okay, but there could be. There could be Pradas or whatever shoes you like to wear. <laughs> Gucci. But, and they but, fit everyone. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, so like there are side effects, you know? And yeah. like what we want to do with Girl You Need to Know This is have like a really easy, digestible, yeah. really easy to follow, um, you know, platform where people can get educated on your options. You know, yeah. so like as Sierra said at the beginning, like we want to be able to empower you guys to like have the vocabulary you need yeah. when you have an issue. And then you go and like, you know, you talk to like a healthcare professional about that. We want you to be sitting at that table being like, I actually know enough. Yeah, I need the healthcare professional to elevate my knowledge and showcase to me what my options are. But like, 
we want you to know what your options are. So on Girl, yeah. you need to know this. We have answers to a lot of those questions that, yeah. that um, the listeners might be having. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to go back slightly, just if we can. Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to share like a little like super personal story about, you know. Go on, we love super personal yeah. here. And, you know, <laughs> I, I I come from a family of doctors. My mom is a fertility specialist. She's a, you know, a doctor for women. Like yeah. I grew up in my house. You know, like most girls would read like Disney stories. I grew up looking at like books of the vagina. Like that's because my mom <laughs> was good, always nice training, you know. Literature. Yeah, so like. You know, in my household, like our healthcare literacy is super, super high. Yeah. I remember when my sister was four, um, I swear to God, four years old, she came into the living room and was like, you guys have been lying to me. I know where a baby comes out of. <laughs> and then she had like this massive encyclopedia that my mom had of like the vagina and the reproductive system. And she was like, I can I can see this. And we were like oh my god you're only four like this is crazy but most people are like not believing in Santa and yeah (laughs) we're talking about like the birth canal (laughs) you know I love it but but like so bearing that in mind yeah like last year my period just decided to disappear yeah I was like where is she and she was gone and I went back home to meet my mom and you know she did like a round of tests on me loads of ultrasounds came back to London then had to like re-register like with my doctor here in the NHS I've been sent to like every single like specialist yeah and actually nobody knew where she was like no one knew so I was starting to get really worried you know and bear in mind you know, I I have that knowledge and I have people with me who also have like so much of that knowledge. Yeah. But yet still, I also found myself in, in you know, moments being like, I have no clue what's yeah. going on. And that was really scary. Yeah. Do you know? And it yeah, was all like, scary. it was all like coming together at a time where we were putting together like, girl, you need to know this. And again, that was like driving like my passion for that further. Yeah. But you know and then people still don't know what's happened like she's come back from her long vacation <laughs> like I don't good. know where the yeah. hell she was but she's back now but again like no idea and I remember going to um, an ultrasound and the woman who was like doing the ultrasound was like you know you could be premenopausal yeah and I was 29 oh wow and I was like hold on a minute like what are you talking about and that was so scary like in my mind I was like I'm definitely not because I knew that my hormone levels were perfect I had done like 10 different tests yeah I was able to interpret those tests my doctor helped me my mom helped me you know like there was people to like help me understand yeah but the fact that she even said that to me was super scary so it's like you know again going back to girl you need to know this like we are here to support to support you in that and learning and yeah. understanding your journey because it's definitely not smooth sailing. You know, like genetics has a lot to play with this, but you know, you could be the daughter of someone who had like four kids in their 40s. That does not mean that that's the same thing for you. You know, like yeah. that doesn't necessarily like go go down through generations. So we just want to make sure that like, yeah, you know, we, we provide an insight and also a personal feel. Like we don't believe that one size fits all (laughs) I got it I got it came back full circle you know but yeah we want to you know provide that help and that insight I love it I had a couple of again different thoughts because actually a lot of questions like aligned to this we also had someone write in like oh I'm how do you get your doctors to like take you seriously in like a healthcare environment if you're younger yeah and I mean I the same like I probably had a similar experience to you when I was like 16 and I oh no actually I think I went on the pill when I was like 17 18 
or something. But again, I don't feel like I was really educated on like the yeah. side effects or what could happen or what are maybe even long term, you know, effects on like fertility or even like risk of, yeah. you know, increased risk of cancer or anything like that. And then coming off the pill as well, it took me like a really long time to get my period back. And that was yeah, also something same. that we got like the question about, like how long is it, like how long is normal? And I remember doing like my own research and this was also like COVID like 2020. And it was saying, and I went to my gynecologist back in Germany and she was saying that like up to six months is kind of normal. Yeah. But mine was like a lot longer than, mine was than a six year. months. Mine was a year. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know like now how long it was, but she again did like some hormone tests and I think I was deficient in something. And she just told me to like stop being vegan. That was kind of her main advice and that I, I mean... should like eat more. <laughs> but this is, this is where, so... On a lot of our content, it does yeah. say speak to a healthcare professional because yeah. you like we're giving you what we're trying to provide is like the vocabulary, the understanding of like your your biological timeline, but there's also a personal timeline. Like yeah. if yeah. somebody wants to have kids at 30, that's different than if they want to have kids at 40 and yeah. like or if they don't want to have kids at all. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So um those are factors and then also the choices that you have because you can like as Clara did, like there, and I know sometimes systems are hard and finances are hard, so it's not always an option. But if you can get, you know, a blood panel or a hormone panel and have a clinician go through it, it might alleviate. It will answer a lot of questions, but it also might alleviate some things. So um, to just say without, and I don't know, like could be go off vegan is a bit. I don't know, <laughs> flippant, in, unless there was, like, a full uh, reason for that. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, I think I just had too little estrogen. And she was saying I mean, that she's seen it in a lot of her clients that are vegan, yeah. or her patients that were yeah. vegan, that, like, they often suffer from the same thing. And I, to be fair, I was exercising a lot at the time. Yeah. And I and I remember, like, even when I was 14, I lost my period because, I mean, at that time, I uh, was, like, struggling with an eating disorder. So right. I definitely was, okay, like, too okay, underweight. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's when she also disappeared. I'm just also going to call my period. Yeah. She yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. She um, is the queen. She ruled <laughs> Yeah. And she also decided to disappear. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because it's obviously, like, a sign that things are healthy at, like, this yes. age, right? When the period is there. Yes. Yeah. And then when she's not there, it's like, oh, something, something is... I mean, the body oh. is incredible. Like yeah. when we talk about art, like we are art, like we are. It's incredible. Like if you really, really are in tune and, you know, the way Sierra, like, and a, a lot of people, you know, they will log their symptoms or they'll follow an app and they'll track yeah. their period. If you are really, really in tune and you pay attention to yourself, like your body will tell you yep. there is an issue here and I need some help and I need some attention. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that, like that, that's, that's the way it is. But, you know, talking about, I suppose, like, you know, the, the vegan thing, mm -hmm. it's, there's. It's it's easy to be like, you know, on a on a superficial or surface level, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. But with girl, you need to know this. We want to like educate women and educate our readers and followers that, you know, you you need to be educated about yourself and then understanding, as Sierra said, like the vocabulary and understanding like the intricacies like for you in that situation, you could have just had like a low iron yeah. or you could have had like a low vitamin or mineral profile. And then that will have a knock on effect you know, which will definitely affect your hormones, okay? Like, not yeah. going to get too technical into it right now. But again, everything will... It's like a domino effect. Yeah. But when you when you understand that 
you need a test for this specifically, yeah. then, you know, maybe you'll understand that it's not actually about being vegan. It's overall, maybe you just needed like an iron supplementation or a vitamin B12 supplement. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's about this. And, you know, we, we don't blame clinician. Like everyone is trying to do their best. And, yeah. in, in you know, our our target audience is not just here in the UK. We want to reach reach these girls all over the world and yeah. you know as, as a Middle Eastern like let's say in Iraq like a lot of girls might not have and it's so taboo to talk about your fertility or your health or your yeah. or your period or anything like that but you know we want to make sure that these girls feel empowered yeah you know and at least have some idea so that when they do go and ask for help they are also able to advocate for themselves and this goes back to that question you know if 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 someone that, that feels super young or is young and wants to go and talk to a doctor, when you meet that person at the other end of the table and you have the right vocabulary, immediately they're like, okay, this person switched on. Yeah. This person has done some research. So I'm already elevated in the in the clinician's eyes. Yeah. And not yeah. that, you know, not that that's the way it has to be, but knowledge is always power. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I also, we got some questions in terms of like the cycle stages and potentially like living in tune with your cycle stages. And I would love to know more about this as well. Cause I like know roughly that I like have more energy when I'm ovulating. And obviously I'm like potentially going to feel a bit weirdly emotional, like just before my period and then it will make sense. And then, you know, but I would love to know maybe we could just maybe you guys could recap like what are actually the stages what happens in the stage and is there anything that like we could do or like how can we maybe use it to our advantage so yes is the short answer but (laughs) um I think also this is one of those things that you kind of have to revisit a few times like um I think when people talk about like the the stages they're like which stage was that again like is it but one um book I read that I think is a really good recommendation to understand uh, your cycle and also I really like how she talks about it is period power. Ooh, um, I've not heard of that. Yeah, it's Macy oh I can't remember her last name but it's period power. Okay, I'll, the, I'll put it in the, in the description okay, yeah. notes. She, so she explains um, your cycle in seasons so she'll talk about like Aww. your spring summer, yeah. fall and winter which is really great because the main point you need to know is actually Macy Hill. Macy Hill. Yeah. So that book good is, quick research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Um, so, but the main thing is like to know what, what, and this is again with tracking your period is knowing when your ovulation is because yeah. like there's no point in understanding like the, the phases if you don't know when they start and stop. Yeah. yeah. So tracking it and yeah, you can use an app. Some of them, you know, have premium features that you can pay for, but honestly, you can also just use a, like paper and pen and diary like just put like an x for when you're feeling moody or a heart when you're feeling horny i use stardust have you guys heard of this no no so it's like an app it's really it's a really cute ui so (laughs) there's like different types of like depending it's all like connected to like the moon and they give like very cute descriptions of like what your day is and like notifications nice but like you can either be like a red witch or a white witch <laughs> or a pink witch um so it. it's, it's probably not gonna work now because i've like not got internet but i actually think it's very sweet and you can connect with your friends on it so you can like see oh, at what nice. stage so they are in the cycle and whether what type of witch they are and um I love that. it's it's quite cute but they it, like have got very like sassy kind of you know notifications yeah. that come in so. I love that. And c- can I just say that, like, 
one thing I do want to let people know like day one of your cycle is not the first day of the month it's not the first of yeah. July you know <laughs> yeah. like, because like honestly people that's what people think like they'll come into me and they'll be like you know today's day two am I on day two of my cycle and I'm like no just because it's the second of July does not mean so day one is very personal to you and as Sierra said like you have to track in order to understand but it's and also it's, the first day of your period yeah, yeah so let's yeah. be clear so, so the first day of I was your, just gonna yeah. get yeah no, you know go, go, go. getting to that but like the day oh I also didn't know that I thought it was like the day after your period yeah. ends no it's day one so for example okay. if you're starting like you know a contraceptive pill or something yeah. you'll always be told to start day one of your cycle and that's the first day you get your period so it's almost like also you can work forward or work backwards but once you know how your period aligns yeah I mean like you know you can talk to us on on our platforms you can dm us like we can you know we and on girl you need to know this we'll have like you know an article talking about you know all of this but um as Sierra said like you have to it, it changes yeah right because we change and we evolve so you have to track it to understand what your own flow is and what what your body's natural rhythm is coming in and out of your cycle yeah because your cycle length some people's is really regular like mine's just like spot on on the yeah. bottom yeah exactly like it, it really but a normal period length is 24 to 35 days so um and that's a huge difference that's, yeah. yeah it's a big difference right and the average is 28 days so you'll see that a lot like people and we when you go and check out some of our our uh content like we went and interviewed people and was like what is the average length of menstrual cycle people were like uh, like there was so many so many good responses like somebody was like five months like, what yeah. could Who you imagine yeah. could you imagine yeah. but oh also somebody God. was like 14 days or you know yeah. or, or you say menstrual cycle and people are like is that the time that I'm having my period like they oh, don't even yeah, yeah, yeah. you know know that it's the full uh, yeah. still five months is quite long <laughs> yeah so go to your healthcare provider if you're if bleeding for five yeah. months please go yeah. <laughs> and speak to your yes. to your clinician yes <laughs> yeah but also if but this is what they indicate so if if it's say over 35 days you could have a condition that yeah. could be resolved so if you're having like severe period pain and you're dealing with yeah. these things like actually if you track your cycle and you you figure out oh it is a bit long or it's a bit short then you can go and and investigate and get some yeah. answers and that all ties in to being empowered like when you go to your doctor or like you know assuming you have an issue and you want to go if you go to your clinician and you're like look these are my symptoms this is the issue girl you need to know me th like you know <laughs> taught me this and also this is my cycle length this is my calendar scroll on my phone this is yeah. when I had my period this is when I was like a white witch or a red witch or whatever <laughs> like your your clinician will have a really really good insight into who you are as that individual and then they won't you know just as Put you into you. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But if they do dismiss you, go find another doctor. Yeah. That's like the main well thing is like, if you don't feel heard, you will feel heard by somebody mm -hmm. and you can find that person. Yeah. That's really sweet. And it's so true. It no, is true. It's really important you to find, to find right, a, good, a yeah. good doctor, especially like gynecologist feels very like personal. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. personal area, yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you take time to find you know your perfect hairdresser or like you take time <laughs> to find like I will only get my nails done by this one person the one that you I, mentioned yeah you know <laughs> and it's like if I've taken time like for something that I look at you know if that's so important to me then what I don't see and what's happening internally should also be given so much more attention yeah that's you know very like true. you really need to be taking care of yourself yeah I feel like it can sometimes be difficult especially when you're younger even now like for example I've moved to a different country where I don't know the healthcare system absolutely yeah. and I still wouldn't know like I'm familiar with like 
back in Germany how it works. Yeah. And I actually wouldn't know. Like, I tried to find a contraceptive method that, like, worked for me after the pill. And I, like, went on the pill for a bit again, the same one that I'd taken back back in the day. And I, like, hated it. I could, like, immediately change the effects, I think, because I'd been off it for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. So I, like, knew again how my body worked. And I tried to sign up for the coil. And I remember there was, like, a six-month waiting list to even get a conversation with a doctor. I mean, that's... Yeah, it's and like to idea. get and then I remember she called me six months later and was like oh do you now want to like get off the waiting list and I was like no actually now I've like decided against it but it was also like I don't know it felt like a a very unpersonal system again I yeah. was like on the public healthcare system I wasn't yeah. like paying private yeah. in the NHS but I wonder and even I didn't really I wanted I was looking for guidance from my doctor to know like yeah. what is the right option for me and I wasn't really finding it. And you, all you hear is just like different horror stories, I feel like, from different people. Like I have so many people who had really bad experiences on like the IUD or like whether it's like the, I don't know exactly what is the hormonal coil and what is the like copper non-hormonal yeah, yeah. coil. And like saying it's like the worst pain they've ever experienced in your life and you don't get any pain medication for it. But then also there's people that like do great with it and like, yeah. you know. Or there's people who understand that when you get it inserted you can ask for a numbing cream can you yeah you know like you can ask for these things but again this goes back to the whole like if you don't know then maybe you're too nervous you know maybe you have a bit of anxiety about the procedure in general you know you don't want to ask or you don't even think about asking these things so it yeah it's it's tough it breaks my heart to hear those things it's really hard for for people out there yeah you know and it's like also, you know, six months later, you could be like, well, I have a kid now. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> it's you know? useless. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, just so you know, you joke. do have to be pregnant for nine months. It's not six. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not us giving out your like, wrong information. Periods last five months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pregnancies are six. Six months. <laughs> I love it. That could be the time. No, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, for example, for me in that time period, that was now like, yeah, two years ago. What should I have done or what would be maybe a good comprehensive overview of like what are some different options or what could I have looked into? Okay, so I always think when people ask this, like, what should I have done? Now you have to just go, what can I do yeah. now? Yeah. Right? Like, you, yeah. I don't like going backwards because yeah. then you go like, oh, could have, should have, what? And I yeah. know like maybe somebody's in that same situation yeah. at this moment. But then in that case, it's like educate yourself, get the vocabulary Go speak to a healthcare professional, and if you don't like them or they don't give you the advice, the time or whatever, go find another one. And it can be exhausting and really yeah. hard, but like there is always like light at the end yeah. of the yeah. at the end of the tunnel because there is so many good oh doctors God, yeah. and nurses and pharmacists out there that will help. Um, but I would say like just start by educating yourself and speaking to your friends about it. Like I wouldn't necessarily like. I, I can take advice from her because she's a pharmacist and my sister is a doctor. So I'm like really lucky with yeah. who I'm surrounded by. But like, it's really interesting that like, even as say like, I call myself real people because I'm not a clinician. <laughs> I'm like, I found out like I had PMDD actually through my friends because yeah. they said to me like, uh, the feelings you are having are not normal. Yeah. And so talking about it and having these open discussions, like, allows you to like evaluate but then also go seek professional advice so are you doing because I actually really weird now that like PMDD I feel like is like coming up more because I saw an interview on like YouTube shorts of like Dixie D'Amelio speaking about how she has PMDD like the other day and actually also we got a question on it as well so I wonder if you can maybe like speak a little bit more about it 
um, it's basically having like really severe PMS. Yeah. Like that's in the most simple terms that we can describe it. And it comes with like a whole range of symptoms and it's different for everyone. Um, but again, it's 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 really hard to tell people like specifically how to deal with it. But again, like, you know, through like through the platform, like you will be able to read like different options and different methods and different techniques that might and, and may not work for you. Yeah. But again, like, you know, what Sierra just said, it is um it, it is a journey and everyone needs to be able to like know what the options are and your options change. Like when you said you went back on that pill, like yeah. girl, you're a different person now. Just because yeah. you like your face looks the same doesn't mean internally you're the same every single day. You know, I hate to break it to the listeners, but we're aging, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and so are our organs yeah. and what's happening on the inside. So it's like. Um, there are different methods to do loads of different things. And I, I want that to be super encouraging for people. You know, I, I am a bit like apprehensive about saying one, two, three. These are like the top yeah. things because it might not work for people. Yeah. And then yeah. and then they will feel deflated and they'll yeah. feel a bit weird. They'll be like, oh, you know, if, you know, a hot water bottle works for some person or like, you know, a tub of Nutella works for someone else. <laughs> these things don't work for me. Yeah. Am I like the odd one out here? No, yeah. absolutely yeah. not. And PMDD, so they, the stats are that they say three to eight percent of the population suffers from it. Yeah, is that the female population? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, to be frank, that's a lot of shit because <laughs> if nobody knows about it and people yeah. are suffering in silence, the research isn't there. So yeah. the fact that they say the known stat is three to eight yeah. percent, I think it's likely really higher, like a lot higher. Yeah, I agree. Um, because, yeah, I think, and and also, um. It can, as, as for me, it came once I came off the pill, right? Mm -hmm. Because that was my natural yeah. disposition. Um, so it might be hidden for some people or, you yeah. know, being masked by. Or dormant yeah. for like years. Yeah. So I think that if you, if you, I guess the advice would be if you think you're struggling with it, firstly, go on our website, read some about it. But also we have links to. Uh, like the national health guidelines and that kind of stuff and then go talk to a healthcare professional but with the knowledge of saying like hey I've been tracking my period for six shorter it can be three months three months I have these symptoms yeah. I've read it could be this like what do you think what is yeah. your perspective then, on that? then you have like you've already gained the respect of your clinician because they're like okay she knows her vocabulary. Yeah. She knows what she's talking about. Then you've also, you know, gained the trust of the clinician in that you trust that they understand that this is a big deal for you because you've been trying yeah. to, you know, map things out and understand what's happening. And like, th this is really important going forward. Yeah. Really, really important. Yeah. So I know that you didn't want to say like one, two, three options and tips, but like what on a personal level has you, have you found has like helped you? Um, so I actually like, uh, I don't want to say publicly, but like, as in with my boyfriend, I'm like, it's my sad time. Uh, like yeah. I actually say yeah. like, I am very sad and I'll be like, can you just love me or like Aww. tell me, yeah. tell yeah. me that you love me. And yeah. he's like, I love you. <laughs> and like, but I know there's two days where I'm just like, and, and if but you're no. aware of it, I also like try not to schedule meetings on those days. Yeah. And I, um, just try and be a bit less social than yeah. I normally am because then I feel like I I do feel maybe more like criticized even though somebody's probably not criticizing yeah and but I can feel that I'm like oh they're sad or they're mad at me so I think um and this is with your period right because they also talk about like 
in that book, it's really nice because before your ovulation for spring, lots of people have like energy and they yeah. want to be social and go out and everything. But when you're in your fall. So wait, what are what are spring, summer, fall, winter? <laughs> <laughs> so um, spring, and I hope I do this justice, but spring is like the lead up to ovulation. And, and everyone's like seasons might be a little bit different length and stuff. Yeah. It's not. It's not an exact science. Can I just say one quick thing? Yes. Yeah. Spring is when you feel the most sexy. Yes. Ooh. It's, okay. It's so like, it's not ovulation. It's just before. It's, it, it's, just it's before, before because that okay. that's the reason your body's like primed to want to ha- have ah, sex, right? Yeah. They want. I biologically. Be careful out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's when you're like wanting to meet people and wanting to be more social and everything. And then summer is like just the bit after. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And then. Fall is so like, that's like ovulation period or y- yeah it depends again for some depends. yeah like, okay you know ovulation is I suppose when again simple when your ovary has like released your yeah. egg and your egg is like looking for that sperm and it's looking to like fertilize and make a little fetus and all yeah. of this right um so yeah th- that is what ovulation is that changes for people okay so it, it could happen like it's in the middle of your cycle yeah. And it could happen, you know, a few days before the middle of your cycle or a few days after the middle of your cycle. Okay. So that's your ovulation window. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's summer. And then fall is like the lead up before. So your ovulation window is gone. You're leading up to your period. And that's usually when you, like for me, I'm like bloated. I feel, I, I want to eat, yeah. I want to eat everything salty. Like it's just, <laughs> no it happens. Way. salty. Yeah, salty. I'm like, give me the chips. Like always. No way. Or crisps. Sorry. In the UK. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. where's the chocolate? Oh at? yeah. No. I'm like a sweet person. Yeah. 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 I, I am a sweet person. I'm both. But yeah. during that little bit, I'm like, I could eat salty. anything salty. Yeah. That's so interesting. And then. Um, that's me get... on a hangover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then we get into winter. Yeah. Mm. Which is, uh, yeah. When you're, peri- is. when yeah. you're a period and you want, you want a hot water bottle and to like, you know, cuddle up in bed and yeah. watch movies. And, yeah. and again, some people might love winter. Some people might feel like very in tuned with their body yeah. and like love reading a book and just like being at home and not seeing anybody where other people love spring yeah. and want to. I definitely feel super sexy during spring. And <laughs> I know that's when I go to the gym the most. Mm, yes. You know, that's when I'm putting on like my tight top yeah. and like, you know, my <laughs> leggings and I'm like squatting and all yeah. of this. But actually, one thing I did want to say, um, during, w- with with a lot of like the pre-period, you know, symptoms that like a lot of people have, um, like exercise is actually really, really good at alleviating like pain. And it also really helps with, speeding that process along a little bit so oh. like I'm not talking about like you know go do like snatches or go like he- like lift heavy weights but actually like going out for a walk um if you want to go for a cycle yeah. um if you even want to go to the gym and like you know do a spinning class or okay maybe that that's quite intense but like you know it, it depends on how intense <laughs> yeah. you really work out but I do think exercise really does help and 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 you know I've seen it in, in a lot of reports this can alleviate symptoms and you know it's also good for your mental health if um as Sierra was saying if you are a bit antisocial you know you could be listening to this podcast and going <laughs> for a walk like it's yeah. just a nice time to give to yourself um and also like I'm actually really like when I'm in my period stage I'm actually like really really like happy like I'm really in tune with oh, you know I'm, I just feel relieved I'm, I'm so happy because yeah. that's after my PMDD days yeah. so like I get my period and I'm like oh and like like life <laughs> She's is good here. again like yeah. life is good again and like I don't I'm not super needy with my boyfriend yeah, and like yeah. It, yeah. it 
I do, I actually do like getting my period. I'm like, yeah. this is nice. Thing. I guess it also, I mean, I don't know how much time we actually have, but I, th- I guess it also depends on like what your goal is, right? Because for me, every time my period comes, I'm like, my body's working healthily, but also I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Yay. But then <laughs> Exactly. But then it might obviously also for some people who are like trying to get pregnant. Yes. Then that day when like your period comes might hard. be like, yeah, a heartbreak every single yeah. month, yeah. which I feel like I wasn't, because I feel like when you're in your teens 20s like all you're told is like contracept contracept yes. don't get pregnant don't get pregnant and then what you don't realize is that then actually when you might want to get pregnant it's hard yeah exactly yeah. and yeah. like there's a lot of miscarriages like there's so many infertility oh, issues yeah. that so people tough. experience yeah, it, it's and... like what one in three people now yeah you know have a miscarriage and it's it is it's really sad and again it's like if you you know if you are younger learning about these things then you can decide. You can be more in tune. You know, you can decide, okay, actually, I don't like children. And okay, and now... (laughs) I I, don't like them. Yeah, and now I know that my body has to go through this. So for now, I can decide that I'm not interested in having kids. Because we always talk about those that want to have kids. Yeah. But it's also another thing, like, it's quite daunting. And it's also another, like, you know, taboo topic to talk about not wanting them at all. So again, it's about, like, empowering and equipping you with knowing what your timeline is. And you need to know what your timeline is. And that's is. a person, because lots of people, like lots of my friends now have um, done IVF or f- actually done some egg, elective egg freezing um, because everybody's in their like mid, late 30s. And um, that's also a choice that you can make. Because if you, some people, you know, if they do want kids, but they want to have a significant other yeah. with them and they don't have that person, yeah, then they also can make choices on themselves and I'm not saying it, like go out and freeze your eggs because that's not necessary it's a huge undertaking it's a huge investment yeah. financially and on your body it's not yeah. it's not this like oh just go free take your it eggs. out like, that's not no. what it yeah, is it's not. but at least you know if that is something that you want to consider or do and say you're thinking about you you learn about it in your late 20s and you want to save for it or whatever at least yeah. you know what your options are instead of like how much does it cost out of interest Ooh, oh God, it range. depends on what country you're in yeah right like in like i can say in the middle east it's not that expensive yeah um but like in places like america north america like it costs Ten, a 10 10 20 grand yeah oh my god yeah and like if you're you know That's depending a on yeah, a what type of you know financial state you're in yeah but if you're like you know like i i know people who when they were in medical school like 21 22 they were like right i have to undergo like an extensive like medical training for me to get to where i want to be when and i'll be in my mid-30s yeah i need to freeze my eggs now because i definitely want to have kids like for these people like that that's some like that's a huge financial commitment yeah or it's not you know so it depends on you know what your backing is or what situation you're in but and again, does insurance not cover it ever or is there, there there's is it now they are there is now some insurance companies work policies yeah that are doing fertility benefits like i i've actually run into some founders that are in these like doing this it is an up-and-coming yeah thing but yeah, check with your employee benefits, work benefits. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a big investment. And not just, not I should say though, not just financially. Like it is so taxing on your body. Like yeah. my friends doing injections and everything. Oh. And then also if you're, um, if you are freezing your eggs, there's the consideration, do you freeze them as eggs or as embryos, which means you need a sperm to do it with. Yeah. So yeah. that's a whole other consideration. But it's it's just being aware and knowing so that you can say like, the knowledge, yeah, yeah. it's so important, yeah, yeah for sure. I love and that. Go on. I completely lost. <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off. No, but yeah, no, it's um, 
they, they, I mean, there's there's so much that like we could get into. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I know, I feel like we don't have enough time. We maybe need to have you guys back on for a part two. Because oh we God, have so amazing. many questions. But now I feel like we've already been recording for like almost, yeah, an hour. So time I feel like flies. we probably have to leave it here. But I'm going to have a question box in like the Spotify show notes as we always do. So you can maybe leave follow up questions that you may have. And yeah, yeah, maybe you guys just will have to be repeat guests. Great. Yeah. And obviously, do you want to plug your, your socials again in terms of where you can 100%. find? 100%. <laughs> I mean, like we want the girls out there to be with us. You know, yeah. like we are trying to build a community where we empower everyone. And I'm not talking about like just women in like this country like we want women all over the world we want to be an advocate we want to help you like empower yourself we want to educate you we want to be on this journey with you like for life you know this is like an ever evolving thing so yeah by the time you're listening to this please go on to like girlyouneedtoknowthis.com subscribe to our weekly newsletter I mean it's just it's like it's a really really good snippet of knowledge comes out every Friday it will equip you empower you get like you know get your I've already subscribed yes you know get you stimulated to ask those questions follow us on all the social media like on girlyouneedtoknowthis.com we will have links where you can go onto our Instagram if you're you know one of those professional babes you can follow us on LinkedIn if you want to be on TikTok whatever like we are there and like listen to our podcast as well and we're there to interact you know so like if you have a question you can DM us you can like email Email us and yeah, like we're we're there to you be said with it perfectly. you. Yes. Thanks, girl. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys so much. I really thank appreciate you. you guys coming on. I learned a lot, and um, I'm sure the listeners did as well. We hope so. so. Thank, thank you very much, thank and you so thank much. you so much for everyone listening. And well, we'll be back with another episode <laughs> next week. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, thank you. Great. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>